Coming up, are you single and so not into the single scene? You are not alone. You are listening to At Home in Jerusalem, the podcast on Aish.com, and I'm your host, Heather Dean. Today we are recording from the Aisha Tour World Headquarters in Jerusalem, Israel, and I'm with my guest, Aliza Ben Shalom, the author of the book, Get Real, Get Married. And also, she's a popular columnist here at Aish.com on the topic of dating. She's also known to many as the marriage-minded mentor whose clients from all over the world want clarity in dating for marriage. And this week we're speaking about dating do's and don'ts for introverts. For more information about Eliza's important work and to invite her to speak in your community, just visit marriagemindedmentor.com. That's marriagemindedmentor.com. Welcome Eliza Ben Shalom to Thank At you, Home Heather. in Jerusalem. All right, so let us clarify what being introverted means cuz I learned that it was psychologist Carl Jung who introduced the term introverted to describe people who, among other things, they minimize their contact with other people. And I know many introverts who are not shy. They just don't get a lot of enjoyment from meeting new people and being at big parties. Right. So I've also heard that introverted means that you don't gain energy Mm -hmm. from being around people, Mm -hmm. right? It's not what brings out your best self Mm -hmm. and you don't recharge from doing that, Mm -hmm. right? Where an extrovert would go to a party and come home lit up and on fire. An introvert would come home like... Ooh, thanks goodness that that is over. Right, right. So how can an introvert begin to feel comfortable on first dates or those first few dates? In general, the honest truth is that they can't. Mm. They're introverted. Mm. Mm -hmm. Being, it, it could be being in a close space with somebody else and it's just the two of you Mm -hmm. is more comfortable for them Mm -hmm, than mm -hmm. being in a whole room. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. being in a location that would be more quiet would be better. You wouldn't want to go to a busy hotel lobby or a busy restaurant, Mm -hmm. going to a quiet coffee shop or Mm -hmm. a place that's out of the way that most people don't go to Mm -hmm. might help an an introvert to come out of their shell. I, I like the tips and I also really appreciate the honesty of Maybe they just won't. Maybe they just won't feel comfortable because, you know, life has many, many uncomfortable moments. It has a lot of uncomfortable relationships. And you know what? You just, you just, you have to live with them. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is, I don't want to make an introvert an extrovert. I don't want to take away the essence of who somebody is and where they're most comfortable Mm -hmm. because unless they want to change that, that's never going to change in their life. So we don't want to present a different side of somebody that's Mm -hmm. not a reality. Mm -hmm. We want who somebody really is to be very present. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm I'm wondering if it's um, really hard for outgoing and extroverted people to date introverted people. You know, how, how good is that going to be in the long run? Because sometimes the extrovert, they love adventure and they love big parties right. and the introvert might be a bit of a homebody. So. Right. Mm-hmm. It's difficult. It's very difficult. And I would say long term, it's even more challenging. So I want to make sure that we clarify. We're talking mm-hmm. about extremes, right? Okay. If you have an extreme introvert and mm-hmm. an extreme extrovert and mm-hmm. you're trying to put them together, mm-hmm. it's not going to be ideal for short term or for long term. Mm-hmm. Even though the introvert usually will tell you, oh, but I like extroverts because they help to pull me out of my shell. Yes. The extroverts will usually tell you, 
that's, I'm bored. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's so much work for me. It's so hard for me to pull somebody out of their shell. Mm -hmm. I would rather be with somebody that has a similar energy to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's not really ideal to pair anybody who's totally an extreme. But I want to also say that we have to remember that there's a range of introverted and a range of extroverted. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. we each have a little bit of those, both of those things within us. Mm -hmm. You know, I've I've also seen that when um, being a guest in other people's homes or having guests over to my home. I've seen that where sometimes either the husband or the wife might be a bit more outgoing and the other one might be a, a bit more of a backseat. It can work. Again, we're not talking about extremes. We're not talking about extremes. But it can be that you know someone leads the table or leads the party or whatever it is. And, and the beautiful mm-hmm. thing about combining an introvert mm-hmm. and an extrovert mm-hmm. is that the extrovert gets to lead the way and yeah. the introvert doesn't also have to shine. Right, they right. back up the extrovert mm-hmm. and both mm-hmm. sides usually enjoy that mm-hmm. because they don't both need the limelight. So there is a beauty to it when everybody's a little bit in balance and and there's not an extreme difference between the two. Right, right. I'm also wondering if in your experience, have you seen it where two people might be matched up as an idea before it's actually first date, but it's clear that one of the people, they really do like traveling and seeing the world and being around people and the other person didn't, maybe they didn't list it in their list of interests. You know what I'm saying? So is that something that it would never work so don't even bother? introducing two people like that together? Maybe. Mm, mm. Uh, The reason I say maybe is because if somebody really has a life goal of incorporating travel into their life Uh, and somebody has a life goal of building a home and a family and being rooted into a location, Uh uh those two things won't work well. I have seen people who do love to travel and they don't give it up when they get married. Mm -hmm. And if the other party doesn't like to travel or doesn't see that as a part of their vision, it means that as the relationship goes on, they grow apart and not together. Mm -hmm. And so it is nice to have, in addition to introverted and extroverted, these life goals and these hobbies and interests and passions that can build a relationship. It's not 100% a deal breaker, but it's definitely something to consider. Okay. And there is a way, I guess, uh, in some some cases, many cases, people just will make it work once they're married. Yes, uh, absolutely. I'm wondering, Elisa, can you give us an example, anonymously, of course, of an introverted client that you worked with who asked for advice on what to do during dates or maybe overall outlook who did eventually get engaged and if they had to change that introverted tendency? So I had this lovely woman and she had this introverted tendency, very Mm -hmm. sweet and warm, but it was hard for her to overcome this and it wasn't something that she felt like she had to work on, meaning she didn't want to go to public speaking classes. She didn't want to practice Mm. being more extroverted. It just wasn't her thing. Mm. And I told her, we need to look for a man who has some similar tendencies because he's really going to appreciate and value who you are. And through the dating process, it was very challenging for her. It's challenging for everybody to find the right one. But we really looked for somebody who had a softer presence. And she did eventually find that person. And when they dated, it wasn't so exciting. She wasn't seeing stars and Mm -hmm. it wasn't, she didn't have the butterflies in her stomach that were so exciting and Mm -hmm. passionate and crazy. It was a very 
calm, loving, beautiful relationship that built very slowly over time. So we just had to readjust the expectations of what you might feel when you get into a relationship with another person who is an introvert or a little bit more reserved. Do you know what? I also like that you're saying this because regardless of people's personalities, this whole idea though about the dating process and expecting that the cl- you know as you move on that there needs to be the oh. butterflies, that there needs to be some sort of Hollywood. <laughs> it's so difficult of, to overcome yeah. that thinking. It happened. The truth. See, here's the thing. It happens for some people. Mm-hmm. If in general you would get a job and you would be like, oh my gosh, I got a job. It's so amazing. I'm so excited. Right? Mm-hmm. If that's your normal personality, that might happen to you for dating. But if it's not your normal personality mm-hmm. in life, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. definitely don't expect to see that in dating. In fact, I expect dating to be pretty neutral nice. and pretty just okay. And they're mm-hmm. like, well, I think that this is the one. I sometimes get that <laughs> phone call like, Aliza. I think we're going to get engaged. It's just a very calm, like, next step. We evaluated everything. We do like each other, but they're not crazy excited over the moon and just bursting. Right. The truth is I'm more worried about the relationships that are bursting Mm. because they have the most potential to fail. Mm -hmm. It's usually Mm -hmm. the relationships Mm -hmm. that are more grounded that build over the course of a lifetime and that I know are going to last. Wow. Great. A lot of game changers here. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us about the do's and don'ts of dating for introverts. Elisa Ben Shalom. My pleasure. Thank you, Heather. There are many excellent articles and classes on H.com about dating, many of which are written by Elisa Ben Shalom. Check them out. And thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.